1: Welcome to Picks and polls here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, uh, Nick Gieber, in for Chelsea Messenger. On this lovely Wednesday, November 6th, happy saxophone day, everybody. And don't forget, it's Tajik Constitution Day. I know you're all very excited about that one. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. That's at N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Love to hear from you. As always, we have a show that is simply jam-packed, of free, full of free picks, with our expert handicappers that you can find at picksandparlays.net. Here's a little taste of what we've got coming up for you today. We're going to kick it off with Craig Trapp. We're going to talk some NBA and some college football. Celtics at Hornets, Blazers at Clippers, and Notre Dame at Duke. That's going to be our college football game from Craig. But never fear, we've got more college football coming up later in the show. We're going to do some NFL with Deshaun Higgs, Falcons at Saints, Panthers at Packers, and the Vikings at the Cowboys. And finally, the Duff Man will cometh, Joe Duffy, college football. We're going to talk Stanford at Colorado, Louisville at Miami, Wake Forest at Virginia Tech. Those are the games we're going to cover today. And of course, we'd love to hear from you. And the way you can do that is if you find us streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, if you should fill out one of the comment sections, our producer Robbie here will see it and he will do his best to put it up on the screen so we can mention you and your comment and discuss what it is you have to say, provided, of course, it is not too rude. Too rude being the the modus operandi. Not that rude, just not too rude. You can be a little rude. All right, join the discussion with us. It's hashtag Radio. That's the other way you can find us on Twitter. And if you really feel like you absolutely have to have your say, You can call us in the studio at 800-878-7529. That's 800-878-PLAY. All right, we are going to step aside, take a break. Just a reminder, when we're going to break, you might want to take this opportunity to get a pen and pencil, provided you are not driving, by the way, provided you're not driving, because we're going to give away a lot of free picks. And if you'd like to check out other free picks, please visit us on our website, picksandparlays.net. There are a ton of them from all 35 expert handicappers that we have at Picks and Parlays. All right, it's break time. I'll be back in three minutes with El Huapo himself, Craig Trapp. Stay with us.
0: and drive CPurple.com for terms
2: and conditions and now for an important announcement do you or does someone you know sweat the bed do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep health and happiness plus it's just plain gross but it's not you it's your mattress fortunately Try the Purple Mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888.
0: Tonight at 10 Eastern on CNBC, the series premiere of Back in the Game. How much do you think you made your entire career? About 200-something million. I'm Alex Rodriguez. Remember Evander Holyfield? Today, his fortune is gone. trusted people. Now that I'm retired from baseball, I want to give back by helping ex-athletes and entertainers get back on their feet. I kind of feel
3: that everything is too late. Enough with the excuses.
0: From executive producers Alex Rodriguez and Michael Strahan.
3: This is a fresh start.
0: Back in the Game, series premiere tonight, 10 Eastern.
4: CNBC, get yours.
6: Are you or is someone you love one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? Every person's experience with Parkinson's is unique. And for many patients and families, that can be one of the most challenging aspects. The Michael J. Fox Foundation built a guide to help. Visit michaeljfox.org pd360 to download the Parkinson's 360, a guide for navigating the disease. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org pd360. Visit today.
1: Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on iHeartRadio and TuneIn, as well as live video stream on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I'd like to welcome everybody to the show, including Kerry, watching me somewhere in Las Vegas. It's great to have her with, us, with me, as she is pretty much all the time, so a little, little shout out there. All right, well, this is the part of the show where we bring in El Juapo himself, Craig Trapp, uh craig welcome back
7: thanks thanks for having me big day today of course hump day time to turn our attention to building our bankroll for huge uh, of course college basketball but really college football and the nfl starting back up again tomorrow
1: yeah well i know but you know i, I know everyone's going to be really getting into all of these wonderful sports but you know how are you celebrating national saxophone day today craig
7: well, it's, it's a day I don't celebrate, so there, I don't celebrate holidays. Every day to me is, uh, every day above ground is, is, a, is a great day, right? So I celebrate, but oh, I celebrate sorry. by putting putting some wagers on NBA games, and we've got a few uh, yes, we do. for Wednesday the 7th that we want to talk about.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's start with Celtics and Hornets. The Celtics 5-1, and one. they're 3-2-1 and one against the spread. They're currently on a five-game winning streak. Listen, they've been perfect since that opening day loss to the Sixers. They're 9-2 and two straight up in the last 11, though, against Charlotte. That's their opposition. Jalen Brown is a question mark, but could be back. Ennis Cantor definitely not coming back. For the Hornets, they're four and 4-3. They're 4-2-1 against the spread. They're also on a win streak, however. Uh, they've made it three in a row, most recently winning 122-120 to 120 in that shootout win with the Pacers. Charlotte, a 6-2 and two against the spread in the last five games. Nicholas Batum still out with that hand injury. Mr. Trapp, what do you see on this one?
7: Well, I'm actually kind of surprised that the Hornets kind of put these wins together, but those wins were against a bad Kings team, a injured Warriors team. And uh, then of course that was a very good win at home against the Pacers in overtime last time out, but the Celtics, obviously they're on a longer win streak winning, like you said, ever since uh, the opening game against Philly that just really thought that they had some opportunities there. They just kind of let them get away. And, you know, uh, Philly's so good, especially at home, you can't uh, let those opportunities get away. But since then five wins and uh, they're 3-2 and two against the spread in uh, their last five. Uh, but they've been laying some big numbers here. It's a big number here, six um, laying minus six on the road against the Hornets team that has won three in a row with a total of 219. But I still think Boston is the play here. I think Boston, uh, the way Kimba Walker's playing, is pretty amazing right now. I think that continues. Uh, Boston, one of the, uh, you know, right now they're uh, scoring 110 points a game, only allowing 104 points a game, which the NBA we play in now, if you can hold teams under 105 per game, you're pretty good. The opposite, the Hornets allowing 113 a game and only scoring 107. So, I mean, I think that's why if you if you look at the splits here, that's why this line is what it is. And I think it's deserving. And I think the favorite Boston Celtics get it done here to open uh, the night here on when, uh, well, I guess this would be Thursday night.
1: All right. So the to play today is the Celtics. All right, let's move along. Next, Portland at the Clippers. Portland lost their last two games, most recently going down to a 118-127 defeat to Golden State. Uh, Pau Gasol, Jusuf Nurkic, Zach Collins, all out indefinitely for uh, Portland, which is not helpful to say the least if you're a Blazers fan. Uh, the Clippers 5-2, and 4-3 and three against the spread. The last game was Sunday. Uh, they Look, they do play Milwaukee tonight. Tonight, being uh, Wednesday, I believe we are. Yes, well, Wednesday. Of course, how can I forget? National Saxophone Day, Tajik Constitution Day. Silly me. Uh, Wednesday. So they're playing Milwaukee tonight. But look, Paul George is still out indefinitely, obviously. They're going to rest Kawhi Leonard tonight, Craig, um, in anticipation of this game tomorrow against Portland. Uh, what say you?
7: Well, I, I the last time they did this, they rested um, a Kawhi Leonard. They They lost that game. At Utah, they came back the next night and won convincingly against the Spurs. Um, I just think it's a Blazers team that's really banged up. And to beat this Clippers team, when they play Kawhi Leonard and the rest of them, even with Paul George out, you have to have your full squad. They don't ten, uh, won't tonight, of course. Like you said, Blazers really banged up here. Um, I love the two. Obviously, McCollum and Lillard as good as any probably guard duo in the league right now, especially um, with uh, the Warriors all banged up. Uh, but, you know, the Clippers have their own. Lou Williams is a beast. The best six man in the league right now has been for the last three or four years and continues to be awesome this year. And then Kawhi Leonard's uh, playing out of his mind, playing as good as anybody in the country or anybody in the NBA. And I like the Clippers here, minus five and a half. I just think a at Kawhi is a big problem for a Blazers team that is banged up and on the road, and their defense has not been great this year. So let's take the Clippers. Minus five and a half with a rest at Kauai tonight.
1: That's going to be uh, scary stuff for the Clippers when, uh, for opposition when Paul George comes back for, for the Clippers. Um, Absolutely. It's going to be great if you're a basketball fan, though, because <laughs> you're going to see yeah. uh, some, really, uh, some really exciting matches, games, excuse me, with the Clippers. Got to watch my terminology here. All right, uh, let's move on to some college football, Craig. Notre Dame uh, ranked 16th at Duke. Notre Dame, 6-2, 4-4 against the spread, coming off a 21-20 win over Virginia Tech. Ian Book passed for 1,492 yards, 15 touchdowns, two interceptions. Obviously, you know, not in that one game in particular, but that's so far this season. Uh, Duke, 4-4. That would be incredible, wouldn't it? Uh, Duke, 4-4, 3-3 and and 2 against the spread. Uh, They lost lost the last two in a row, I think. That's right. Most recently, 17-20 defeat at hands of UNC. Uh, you know, there's a lesson to be learned here for Duke. Stop doing trick plays because you can't do them, okay? Learn that one. Uh, Notre Dame is 1-4-1 against the spread in their last six on the road. The under is cashed in four of the Irish's last five on the road. Um, I believe this is Notre Dame minus seven. Total is 52. Uh, Duke plus seven there,
7: perhaps, Craig? Well, actually, it's it's actually all the way up to eight now. This line opened at 10. And was bet down pretty decisively to that uh, key number of seven. Then back to seven. I have now at the time of taping here on Wednesday, it's at eight. And I do like um, a little bit of that underdog action here with Duke. I think Notre Dame. The last three games are zero and three against the spread. They did not look good against uh, Michigan, which we know Michigan's had their issues this year. Maybe those issues have been fixed, and maybe Michigan's better than what everybody thinks. But um, I, I kind of think that just Notre Dame didn't play well. They did not play well. This is not a good Virginia Tech team that they nearly lost to last time out. And uh, USC, not the, the greatest USC team ever, and they struggled to beat them as well. Um, granted, they did win two of those three, but I think that's the case here today. I think they win this or in this matchup. I think they win, but I just don't like Ian Book. He's, he makes the plays when, uh, you know, to get you to the first down, you need it. But, man, I don't like this kind of guy that has to come through. On the road here, I just think uh, Brian Kelly you just got to go out and get him an elite level quarterback. I don't think Ian Book is that. Not that Quentin Harris is that much better for David Cutcliffe and Duke here, but I like getting more yeah. than a touchdown here um, in a matchup that is an easy letdown spot for Notre Dame when you look at that North that Duke lost to North Carolina last time out and hasn't really played well in the recent games. I think the odds makers telling you that this line is dropped, in, you know, in the public coming on in, in that is a is a, is a deciding factor for me, because to me, you're playing the number as much as you're playing the teams. Remember, they also lost 48 to 14 against at Virginia, two back. So, yeah. I mean, a team that hasn't looked good and then all of a sudden the line drops. So it tells me Duke's a live underdog here. Let's take Duke plus the eight. Um, and Once again, I'm betting against one of my favorite teams in Notre Dame. So that, the uh, you know, cautionary tale here
1: well interestingly enough I mean Quentin Harris keeps throwing interceptions so I mean you, know, you never know what's going to happen with this scoreline. quite honestly I mean he's thrown what almost as many interceptions as he has touchdown
7: passes so um,
1: that's a problem uh, that's a big yeah, problem
7: coming from a coming, coming uh, David Cutcliffe that's as known as the quarterback whisperer of course he's uh, known for the Manning brothers both of them uh, kind of came through his his lineage and but and David or Daniel Jones, that plays for the, the Giants, of course, uh, came and just uh, you know, left to go to the NFL from this team. And, you know, that was big shoes. I don't think they thought before last year Daniel Jones was going to leave early. So Quentin Harris maybe uh, not, not as ready. But I think in this one, I just the line tells me to bet Duke here at eight points.
1: All right. You got it. All right, Craig. Just a couple of minutes left. Uh, any specials going on on the website right now? I know we have the 499 college basketball special for tip-off. Uh, is that still going on?
7: Yeah, it's through Monday or Tuesday, I believe, uh, and it's actually four forty nine. Oh, so even better deal, four forty nine. Oh, we put
1: $4.99 up on the screen,
7: and it's actually—you
1: yeah, see, it's—you get fifty bucks off just because I, I talked you
7: into it, right? That's, that's right, four forty nine. Go over to Net. pick out your favorite handicapper, and get in for that's college basketball all the way through uh, the final fourth, the national championship game. So uh, you're going to get like almost four months, so uh, actually a little more than four months of picks. And, uh, and of course, we have our uh, 30-day, 7-day, and 3-day passes for any expert up as well.
1: All right. Visit us on picksandparlays.net. Craig Trapp, thank you so much. Up next, Sean Higgs, NFL. Stay with us. I'll be right back.
5: That's 800 847 1183.
1: You your mouse? All right, welcome back. Picks and parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And streaming on iHeartRadio and TuneIn. Look, we're everywhere you want to be. Picks and parlays. Visit us on the website, picksandparlays.net. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. In for Chelsea, Messenger, and uh, we promised we would uh, give you some NFL up next, so we brought in our special and favorite NFL handicapper, Deshaun Higgs, the legend himself. Uh, Deshaun, let's do uh, Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Packers, and Vikings, Cowboys. Sound good to you? Why not? Let's go. All right, well, let's do it. Let's let's kick it all off, shall we? Um, This one's interesting for me, by the way. This is Atlanta at New Orleans. Just a little weird trivia here. Both of these teams, their home stadium is the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Now, that's a little odd. Uh,
3: well, you got the money to spend. Yeah. Name it whatever you want. There could be fifty of them. Maybe they're just you know, overpriced. A the I, like, I like I like BMW myself overall. Uh, oh, okay. Over so you prefer the BMW Stadion. Yeah. The BMW. Okay. Yes. I take. It, <laughs> I like. I like the seven. I like those big seven fifties. They're nice. Well, this big guy, need the room.
1: Yeah, exactly. For you know, and, and of course, being the expert handicapper that you are, no doubt, uh, you can need a car that big to carry around the copious amounts of cash that you win every day yes. as a sports bettor. But uh, <laughs> let's let's move on, shall we? Because this is a team of one. This is a story uh, which can be really summarized very simply. One team sucks, and the other team doesn't. Uh, let's start with the team that sucks, the Falcons. They're one and seven, two and six against the spread. Um, Coming off a bye week, they lost to Seattle twenty-seven twenty. Matt Ryan was injured, but he's actually listed as probable for Sunday, so I think he's going to be okay. Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad. By the way, um, yeah, the Saints, sure. the Saints are the opposite. They're not one and seven; they're seven and one. They're six and two against the spread. Shh. They also had a bye week, uh, saw the return, their last match saw the game, excuse me, saw the return of Drew Brees in that 31-9 win over the Cardinals. Atlanta 5-17 against the spread in their last 22 on the road. And the over has cashed in four of the the Falcons' last five on the road. I don't know, that shouldn't be a surprise, I guess. Uh, New Orleans 6-0 against the spread in the last six. I got New Orleans minus 12 with a total of 51. What do we got to do to make some money here?
3: You know, I'm seeing the same numbers, 12, maybe a 13 here and there for Atlanta, but 51. I, this is an interesting, 51 and a half, baby. I, you know, I like the over simply because the Falcons have never had a defense in years now. It's terrible. And seeing a one and seven, I'm shocked that Dan Quinn made it through the, the bye week. Like yeah. everybody else, they just got to get fired through the bye week and say, all right, let's promote somebody to, to get through the end of the year. Here I'm thinking these guys have a chance to, to win in division when Breeze goes down. And they go in the opposite direction. Yeah. So, you know, Matty Ryan practiced today. That's great. Um, he, historically, he's got nice numbers here against the Saints. He puts up numbers. I mean, you got Ridley. You got Julio Jones. Hooper's a solid tight end, one of the best in the biz. So I think you're going to score here, even against a, a tough uh, New Orleans team. I was actually shocked that with the Saints having a bye week last week, they elected to bring Breeze back a week before his bye week as opposed to you know, letting a 39-year-old just sit out another week. What's the big deal? I mean, Teddy Bridgewater – did a pretty good job winning, you know, winning in Seattle. Yeah. He's winning in Chicago. He's beating the Cowboys at home in a 12-10 game. So that kind of shocked me just based on Breeze, Breeze's age and he had a bye week. But now he's back. Kamara hopefully should be back. And if he's back 100% or at least near, you know, 100%, between him and Murray in the backfield, I'm, I'm saying over 51 and a half. Yeah. I, I want to lay the points here. Part of me wants to lay the points with New Orleans, but I don't know. I mean – You'd think that what has Dan Quinn got to lose? He should just throw everything out here and just let Matt Ryan do whatever he's got to do and try to put some points on the board. But this team, since that Super Bowl, listen, since Shanahan left and he's sitting over there doing all right in San Francisco, this team has done nothing offensively. They're, it's terrible. I mean, I, I just as a, a franchise, that the owner's got to do something because that's just a waste of yeah. talent. You've just wasted a pretty good quarterback in Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. You traded. Uh, Sanu this is uh, this is terrible the running backs uh, you bring in Alex Mack a couple of years ago just as if you're a Falcon fan you gotta feel bad let's go you know Saints in the over I'll, you know what I'm laying a 30 with the Saints who cares Saints in the over I can't back well, Falcons are a terrible franchise well the Falcons uh, a, Falcons
1: owners terrible. might be upset because the Atlanta FC his MLS team got knocked out in the uh semifinals of the playoffs so double disappointment look let's just put it this way the Falcons are so bad they actually got credited with their loss during their bye week. I mean that's pretty
3: I mean, bad, right? We're talking about Miami's tanking and they're they're trying to get the first pick and, and since I think Cincinnati's the worst team in the league. But here you go the Falcons, they could conceivably get, you know, if Cincinnati pulls off win, either way they're gonna get a second or third pick, maybe. That's insane. As good as that team is talent wise, they're 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 good. But win wise they're they're not good. But man, if I'm if I lived in if I lived in Atlanta. I can't forget. It, let's move on. I can't even talk about the Falcons. All Make right, let's say. do it.
1: All right, uh, you didn't even laugh at my joke about them losing the bye week. But you know, whatever. Because okay. it's
3: just, as you're, a fan, you're upset. that's, that's I just can frustrating and waste that, that team.
1: Yeah, I forget that you're in you you you're, you're in the ATL. I, I keep forgetting that. You must be <laughs> you must be crying. Okay, um, even though you're from New Jersey, but okay, uh, we'll figure that out at a later time. All right, let's do Carolina at Green Bay. Carolina five and three. Uh, five and three against the spread, coming off a 30 to 20 victory over the Titans. Kyle Allen is thrown for 1,291 yards, nine touchdowns, four interceptions. In place of injured Cam Newton, Green Bay are seven and two, six and three against the spread. They lost only their second game last week in a 26-11 loss to, as Chip Chirimba says, the San Diego Chargers. But we know that it's moved on quite a bit since then. Uh, they failed to score at all in the first half. Carolina's 4-1 against the spread in its last five on the road. Green Bay 4-0 against the spread in the last four versus an opponent with a winning record on a Tuesday when it's overcast, when the Bunyans are really, you know, playing up. Uh, one of those statistics. I got Green Bay minus 5.5 with a total of 48. What do you think of that?
3: And what I think, it's weird, that line was at 6 this morning. It's 5.5, and, and I was liking Green Bay, and now I'm looking, you know, you mentioned the, the trends on Underdog Carolina have a 13 in the last 20 covered in number for uh, Ron Rivera's group here. No Cam Newton, I think he's out. You know, they they made the move. He's gone. I won't be shocked to see him playing in Chicago or perhaps even the Redskins next year. Mm-hmm. How about that? So he's probably out of the franchise. This spot, though, I, I, the, the dog trends look nice, and I'm not a Packer guy. I, I hate Green Bay, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers coming off a game with 11 points. I don't know, man. Some just tells me uh, Adams is back. He came back last week, so he's got a game under his belt there. Maybe a little more fluid getting back into the offense. We've seen Green Bay get a little help at home from some officials sometimes. We I mean, saw so that in a Raider game. Oh, and all it takes is a player two to really set things off complainer. And complain. complain, <laughs> complain <laughs> I'm about just the saying. Officials. I know. I hear it. I hear I'm it. I'm just saying. It's not their fault, man. On the flip side, though, the Packers defense, I mean, McCaffrey could really tear things up, man. That guy's having a yeah. MVP year. Eight,
1: 881 uh, this, yards and 10 touchdowns, to be specific.
3: Yeah. I just don't know if I could trust a young quarterback account to come in here and beat Aaron Rodgers off a bad game. You know? So I'm going to lay It's a short number. I'm going to lay it, though. Maybe a square play. I'll grab the low-hanging fruit. I'll take Green Bay here at home in a bounce-back spot. Packers right. is the call
1: okay let's move along. Vikings at Cowboys, Minnesota are six and three five and four against the spread, looking to rebound after a road loss to the chiefs that was twenty six twenty three They really struggled on the defensive side of the football. They gave up twenty six points three hundred and seventy seven yards for Dallas they're five and three, five and three against the spread. If you watched them on Monday night, they made. Sure- that uh, was kind of an interesting game for a little while against the Giants, but then it all uh, went pear-shaped for the Giants. Uh, they lost 37-18. Uh, look, the Dallas are two in a row. They're looking to make it three. They are favorites here. It's Cowboys minus three, totals 47 and a half. The under is nine and two in the Vikings' last 11 against NFC. Opponents and the over is eight and three in the Cowboys' last 11 games overall.
3: Reconcile
1: that for me, please.
3: Well, I'm actually seeing some 48s here on now in this total. And I'm going to lay the under here. I'm going to go under. I'm a Cowboy guy. I like the Cowboys. Somehow I pulled out the Miracle Cowboys and the over on one tonight on a sack strip, fumble, run it back for a 63 yards touchdown. But there's no way I am laying three points at home here with uh, the Clapper. I hate to – you know, we talk about it when we do DOS games. I hate this head coach. He's terrible. Uh, give me Zimmerman on the other side. Zimmer's a great head coach over there. And – they're going to want to run the ball. Established Cook, you know, Cousins on the road has not been a recipe for success. I had Minnesota last week plus two and a half. By the time the game runs around, they're five point faves, and you just get up a little bit. And they play this conservative stuff. So I think we're seeing under here. Dallas getting healthy, offensive line back, so you know, going to get a steady diet of Zeke, 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 and then try to get it down to Cooper or Gallup or whatever. Uh, Dallas defense is a little underrated. I mean, we still, what did they turn the ball over like? 10 times on Monday night, it was great. It was cra- I mean, like, you turn the ball over on your five-yard line and you hold the team to a field goal. It's pretty good in today's NFL. No crazy yeah. pass interference in the end zone. I mean, so Dallas defense, I think, is a little underrated. They haven't played the best ball. But I like the under here, 48. Uh, you know, you said 47 and a half, around. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it'll be like a 23-20 type game here. Uh, point-wise, I don't know, maybe Dallas money line if you want to get into that kind of stuff. But I think what the is the money is the line on Dallas? For this game. Yeah, a money line with three is probably going to be like, oh, I don't even know. I, I'm not a big, I don't do money lines at three. Maybe I like one, I'll do them. But yeah. if I'm taking a dog at that point, I'll probably take him at 140 or something. I'm not taking a fave minus three money line. It's,
1: yeah, I know. Got you on that. That makes that, perfect sense. Deshaun, you know,
3: some some sports, you know, it'll live different. NFL, though, I'm not going to do that.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Deshaun, uh, very quickly, uh, tell us about what's available from you at Uh Well, you know,
3: college hoops has arrived. And uh, if you remember on Monday, I told you you were asking me about the, the big boys playing Duke and your Michigan State. I said, Oh, Houston Baptist for me. And it <laughs> covers for us there. Oh. We got nice. a Houston. So, yeah, so I'm excited. That was a good way to start. Although I did have a couple, like, two point losers. It was a, you know, but whatever. College hoops this year. I got college hoops up. I got NFL, uh, college football for Thursday, for Friday. I already got college basketball for Friday circled. So it's going to be great November. I'm excited. We got college basketball every day, NFL, college football, Thanksgiving. I mean, what more do you need, Nick? You know, Maybe right. soccer for you, some premier soccer picks.
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to give you some of that tomorrow. By the way, don't forget right now, a special $449 at picksandparleys.net, our college basketball special through the end of season. Uh, Deshaun Higgs, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you uh, later on this week and next week. I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back. College football with the Duffman. The Duffman cometh, and so do I.
6: Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts, like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 11 19
0: Tonight at 10 Eastern on CNBC, the series premiere of Back in the Game. How much do you think you made your entire career? About 200-something million. I'm Alex Rodriguez. Remember Evander Holyfield? Today, his fortune is gone. Trusted people. Now that I'm retired from baseball, I want to give back by helping ex-athletes and entertainers get back on their
3: feet. I kind of feel that everything is too late. Enough with the excuses.
0: From executive producers Alex Rodriguez and Michael Strahan.
3: This is a fresh start. Back in the Game,
0: series premiere tonight,
6: 10 Eastern. CNBC, get yours.
5: That's 855-325-1780.
6: Men, if you want to pee easier, listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more. Ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS. Developed by famed men's health expert, Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises.
4: Hi, my name is Paul and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night.
6: Prostavive LS does does not require a prescription and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800 769 8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800 769 8155.
1: All right. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Gieber, in for Chelsea Messenger, who is, by the way, on maternity leave. I know we've had a lot of people wondering where Chelsea is. Uh, That's where she is. So I am stepping in for her. You can find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber. This is basically the best show on radio, if you like to bet on sports, because we give you so many free picks uh, that if you're not really pleased with what we're giving you there's something wrong with you because we give you a lot of winners look that's just how it is if you're gonna go put down your hard-earned dosh make sure you do it with a little bit of education behind it with some uh with some uh, intelligence and that's why we bring the best in the professional handicappers to you on this show you can find them all at picks and parlays net i promised that the duff man would come and he is here with us right now joe duffy uh joe welcome to the show
8: how's your uh, regression to the means going it's well it's not doing very well saint nicholas look you know i'm a very sensitive man and i heard you tell the sean higgs you're his he is your favorite nfl handicapper so i'm playing hurt you know just just like an athlete i'm gonna get through this segment but i am definitely playing hurt
1: well, get over it, because uh, I have you here to talk a little college football. You can regress to your mean all you want with some college football. Uh, we'll have you on another time for NFL. We'll hold. But yeah, I didn't realize that Deshaun was quite such a Falcons fan. I made a joke about the Falcons, and he nearly cried on the air. Oh, my goodness.
8: I didn't even know he was from Atlanta. I honestly did not know. I've known who he was for a long time. I had no idea he lives in Atlanta, so I just found that out your last segment.
1: He's from your neck of the woods, by the way, New Jersey originally. All right, well, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, College football, Stanford at Colorado. Should we start with that one? Stanford, four and four, three and five against the spread. The last game was a win against the Wildcats, 41-31. Colorado, three and six. They're four and five against the spread. They lost against the best team in college football. You heard it, the UCLA Bruins last time out. That is the team that Alabama wants to be when they grow up. here are little trends for you. Uh, the over is 9-3 and three in the Cardinals' last 12 road games. That will be Stanford if you don't know who the Cardinals are. And uh, the over is 5-2 and two in the Buffaloes' last seven games on grass. If they smoke grass, it's not quite as bad. But, you know, we'll see where that goes. But I think there are two trends here telling you the over. We've got uh, Stanford minus 3.5. The total 54.5.
8: Hmm. man. have at it. Well, the pure numbers suggest that these teams might be a little bit closer than the one-loss records indicate. And I've said it time and time again. Uh, there's probably not a more deceptive stat when it comes to sports handicapping than one-loss record because we're picking games against the spread. We're looking for teams that are actually better than their record indicates, teams that are worse than their record indicates. Uh, I still say of all the stats out there, what I like to use is yards per rush. Uh, per pass and yards per play relative to what their opponent normally allows or on defense relative to what their opponent normally gets. Uh, Stanford's minus 0.4 on offense. Colorado's only minus 0.1, so that would imply that Colorado's offense might be a little bit better. Stanford minus 0.2 on defense. Colorado minus 0.5, but got to look past those numbers. Why is Colorado a uh, road favorite here? Well, a couple reasons. KJ Costello is back for Stanford. They're clearly much better with him at quarterback. I mean, it's a huge drop-off. Remember, early in the year, Stanford was considered a uh, big contender. You know, maybe even to knock off the greatest team in the country, UCLA, and uh, win the Pac-12. But the main reason that they've been a disappointment this year is because K.J. Costello hasn't been healthy. They've had their share of uh, injuries. Remember, he was the most efficient quarterback in the Pac-12 last year. So this is a better Stanford team than we've seen uh, on the field most of the year. I know I've said uh, football is, you know, uh, college football is more of a momentum sport as opposed to the NFL, mm-hmm. where I can regress to the mean. Uh, Stanford certainly playing much better football as of late. They won three or four. While Colorado has lost their last five. Um, again, so most of my angles as far as momentum have to do when the hot team is playing with momentum. But still, all in all, I do think you know the needed lift both. In reality, where they got more talent quarterback and they give him a little bit of an emotional lift. Stanford gets that with K.J. Costello. So I'll, I'll lay the points on the road. K.J.
1: Costello, they could have gone with Elvis Costello or Aberton Costello. But I think they're doing all right with uh, K.J. Costello.
8: that's saw Elvis Costello uh, last night, I think.
1: Oh, I constantly keep trying to see Elvis Costello here in Las Vegas when he comes to play. But the last two times I bought tickets, he's canceled. Which is ridiculous. No. The last time in, in protest to Steve Wynn's dalliances, because it was going to be at the Win with uh, various uh, masseuses, uh, whatever. Okay, we'll leave that one. There it is. I guess uh, <laughs> I Robert Kraft and Steve Wynn have something in common, right? Okay, uh, <laughs> let's go, shall we? Louisville at Miami. Louisville 5-3, and 5-3 and three against the spread. Their most recent ma- game, excuse me. Oh, keep catching myself here. Most recent game was a 28-21 win against Virginia defensively they were solid against virginia they held them to just 21 points they forced uh two turnovers miami five and four five and four against the spread uh, back-to-back wins over florida state and pittsburgh holding florida state to 10 points and only 203 yards uh, the cardinals are two or five against the spread in their last seven following up a following a win the over is five and one in the cardinals last six road games hmm we have uh miami minus five and a half total 51 and a half. How do you see this one?
8: Yeah, well, what want to keep a fairly close eye on the injury report. Hassan Hall, who's the Cardinals' leading kickoff returner and backup running back, he's uh, questionable, and especially when you're talking about a large, you know, fairly large number, he can be a key player. Um, Plenty of motivation here. Cardinals—they need one more win to become bowl eligible. But as I always like to say, that you know, motivation—the flip side of that is sometimes there's more pressure, and especially at the collegiate level. Maybe the pressure can get to you. So I don't know if there's a huge handicapping advantage or disadvantage there. We could we could do the mo- you know we could do the uh, motivation versus pressure debate uh, you know for 22 minutes and have a pretty good one. Uh, the card, Scott Satterfield he was 19 and five straight up in the final month of the season at Appalachian State. So the theory being and especially here he's learning his team that he's a very good coach late in the year and that he should peak again. Uh, the cards are coming off a of bye week, which is a little bit more important deep into the season when you could really use the bye week. Miami, they could be having a little bit of a letdown off of road wins at Pittsburgh and, of course, at Florida State. Now, that sets up a very rare situation, St. Nick, when you have uh, home favorites off of consecutive wins as road underdogs, uh, fading that team is 31-18, and 18, and that would favor the uh, Cardinals, uh, the Cardinals are a very good rushing. They average 218 rushing yards per game, but they go up against the Hurricane strength. They've only allowed three teams Miami has to rush for over 100 yards. So, probably going to be really how this game's decided. Can Louisville run the ball? Um, the, Miami only gives up 4.9 uh, yards per rush, or Louisville gets 4.9 yards per rush. The teams that normally allow just 4.3. So, again, it's kind of strength. Again, strength, as Miami holds teams to .8 yards per carry below their normal average. But it's still a lot of points. And like I said, this is kind of a a schedule-maker thing. Possible mini-letdown for Miami and and Louisville. A little bit more rested mentally and physically. But you got to take the points here.
1: All right. Got to take the points. You got it. Uh, Louisville at Miami. Let's move on, shall we? Wake Forest at Virginia Tech. Wake Forest is 7-1, 4-3-1 against the spread. Uh, Wake Forest is second in the ACC Atlantic. Uh, They beat NC State last week, 44-10. They're 2-0 on the road this season. Virginia Tech, 5-3, 3-5 against the spread. Uh, They lost a close one on the road, uh, 21-20 to Notre Dame. Uh, Virginia Tech's 4-1 at home this season. Total's gone under in five of Wake Forest's last six games. Wake Forest are 9-1 straight up, though, in their last 10 games. Uh, So we have wake forest minus three with a total of 65 sound about
8: right to you uh yes yeah i think so yes uh 62 i think it was 62 my pick is going to be on the side but yeah it was it was in the uh 60s
1: in the um, 60s so okay well you know it's going to be a fun game to watch obviously
8: yes um yeah th- this is a case where a virginia tech quarterback hendon hooker um he did miss the one point loss to Notre Dame. So Virginia Tech, you know, if there is such thing as a, a nice little confidence builder, I definitely think that was. Uh, he is still questionable. Uh, basically, if he can play, he will be the starting quarterback. Now, this is another thing. I don't put a lot of stock in this, but something to, to throw out there. Look, I know from my score for days of Journeyman Handicapper, he loves stuff like that. He called it intangibles. Uh, longtime defense coordinator Bud Foster, who's, who's been at Virginia Tech forever. Um, you know, goes back to their, their glory days. He's retiring. They're having a day honoring him. So, you know, the theory is maybe especially the defense will get a little extra fired up for him. And and I will say, and one of my golden rules is you can never, you can't just flat out manufacture emotions. So I do think the emotion will be real here. Maybe the crowd will be a little bit more fired up. There was a time that Virginia Tech had one of the toughest home crowds in football. So I do think that's something you don't want to ignore. Uh Wake Forest quarterback Jamie Newman, though, he's going to give a big challenge to Bud Foster this week. He has a conference-leading 337-point yards of uh, total offense. Uh, Wake Forest is for real. They're a very good team, to say uh, the least. They've gotten over 400 yards in 10 straight games going back to last year. And But here's the thing. You know, you talked about the total, St. Nick. Despite averaging 320 yards passing per game, you got that high total. Wake Forest is actually going under five or six. So maybe a little bit of an inflated uh, total. This is only Wake Forest's third game. So, again, going back to the pre-computer um, days, I would say, wait a minute, Wake Forest, they're not road tested. But the truth is, um, when you have an away favorite that has, only play, that has played two or fewer road games entering a game and it's game nine or later, they're actually a pretty good play at 98 77 and two that's 56 percent so again one of those examples where a theory was shot down. a theory that i used to have turned out to be incorrect Uh, wake forest is a pretty good plan of these circumstances and like i said wake forest they're they're better uh you know if if florida state were playing this good florida state would probably be about a five and a half point favorite but i do think because it's wake forest you got a little bit of value on them i do like wake forest here
1: yeah, you know, the other side of what you were saying about the sort of emotion of playing up for the defensive coordinator who's leaving and, you know, been there forever and a day. And the flip side of that is that it can also motivate the opposition not to get humiliated and, and not to be, you know, and, and, and not to be the recipient of that uh, extra push that you're talking about. So it, it does, you can look at this both ways. I mean, we see this all the time in, in all sorts of sports uh, where you think that this is a big emotional day, they're going to ride on the wave of it. Uh, We see it in soccer quite a bit. It is true. A a new manager comes in. Teams tend to get a little bounce out of it. But, you know, there there are sort of a very specific number of instances where that really plays out. But we'll see. So you like uh, Wake Forest for this one and the points. Was that right?
8: Yeah, I like Wake Forest. They're laying the the small number, two and a half points uh, on the road. I do think that they're going to win this contest.
1: Actually, then that's down from three. So that's squeezed down a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
8: Uh all right well uh duffer tell us about what we can find from you at PigsandPollies.net. Yeah well hopefully everyone's watching this uh live we do I do have my uh, Wednesday night total of the year college football you know we've had Tuesday and Wednesday last night wasn't so great but it's been a really good year for me as far as totals of the year and games of the year I got another one uh, going tonight also a uh, nice run in the NBA good start to the NBA got some NBA plays tonight and We'll have plenty of uh, plays up this weekend in both college football and the NFL. In fact, looks like...
5: That's 800-932-1749.
4: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government
5: Once again, that's 800-932-5517. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Welcome back to the show,
1: Picks and Parlays, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And just a reminder, we're with you each and every weekday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. If you're on the left coast, it's 1 p.m. for you. little afternoon sports betting information just what the doctor ordered and the doctor is in during those times. Be sure to tune in. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, Streaming Live and Streaming Live Audio on iHeart, and tune in as well. We're basically everywhere you want to be. All right, well, we had a lot of picks from our handicappers, Craig, Sean, and Joe. Let's recap them for you just in case you missed any of them. Here we go. Craig Trapp brought us some NBA and college football. Celtics at Hornets, he said, take the Celtics, minus six. Blazers at Clippers, take the Clippers, minus six as well. Notre Dame at Duke, take Duke. The Blue Devils, plus seven and a half. Then we moved on to Deshaun Higgs for some NFL. Falcons at Saints, take the over 51. I know that had to hurt him dearly because of his beloved Falcons. Panthers versus Packers, take the Packers, minus five. And the Vikings versus the Cowboys take the under 48. And we topped it all off with some college football from the Duff man himself, Joe Duffy. Stanford at Colorado take Stanford minus three and a half. Louisville at Miami take Louisville plus six and a half. And Wake Forest at Virginia Tech take Wake Forest minus two and a half. Those are our picks. If you want to recap them or see more picks, we have a ton of picks for your personal edification and perusal at our website, picksandparleys.net. Don't be a fool. Head over there. Check out our picks, and when you bet, bet responsibly and bet with intelligence. We're going to provide you with the latter. Unfortunately, we can't provide you with the former, only you can do that. If you're looking for my Premier League picks, well, they'll be tomorrow on the show. The host show will be hosted by Chelsea tomorrow, but if you can't wait, tune in tonight. Fifth Street Soccer, I'll be on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports, giving you my breakdown for this weekend in the Premier League. Until then, have an absolutely wonderful evening. Enjoy the sports. We'll chat to you tomorrow. Go to picksandparlays.net. Check us out. Please do, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Cheers.